welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back, everybody. It's your favorite host. <laughs> I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. You're listening to Jazz Beats once again. We appreciate you all, each and every one. Um, Road trip's over. We're back at home for the next few games. Which is nice. We need it. Yeah, um, sure. It was overall probably a rough trip. Yeah. I feel like we ended it on a low point. Yeah. For sure. But we're going we're gonna to cover that. Yeah, a lot to talk the about. Miami and the Magic game. Three games to talk about. We've got upcoming games going on. Our polls, you know the drill. Um, All the good stuff. <laughs> you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Um, probably the the better loss of the two was the Heat. Um, good team. They have a. They're seven and three. They're leading the East right now. Um, in Miami, you lose by three. Um. I don't know. What did, what did you see going into that game? Positive, negative? Tell me your thoughts. Uh, my thoughts were uh, the Jazz didn't look bad. I agree. Um, the Miami looked extremely good. Uh, I think that they had a great game, and the fact that it was that close by the time the fourth quarter bell rang, um, I feel pretty good about that. In a five-game series against Miami, I think we win them. So... I, I like I said, it's like the first game of a series. If if you were to say, okay, we lost that one to Miami, we have enough small adjustments that we could make that we could win this team in a series. You you brought up a good point, and I got to remember what that is. <laughs> real wow, quick. it must have been must have been a good one. <laughs> um, no, I I've felt that way in a few games before. It's like watching it is is a little bit frustrating and we're not playing great and the other team is playing really well against us and and just it seems like they're beating us on all assets and then i look and we're down four you know right i think that's a really good sign you know that we can be like we're that into games and it's and we're we're not playing well we're still competitive and they're playing very well it seems like Right. right and i don't know it'd be interesting to hear like a miami fan to see how they felt they were playing. Right. Like, oh, that was a rough game. We didn't play great, but we came out with a win, you know? Right. I don't know, because I felt like they played really well. I, I feel like they did, too. They had some great shooters on the Miami Heat. That hero? Yeah, hero Hero's is... tough. He's an incredible player, and I, and I just like the way he shoots the ball. It's also so fluid, and uh, it's, it's tough because he's on the other team, but when I see him shoot, I'm like, golly, that should just go right in, and then it does, and I'm like, ugh, it hurts so good. But I like watching him shoot. He's a player. He uh, in one of his interviews earlier in the year, he was saying um, he was getting he was frustrated that people weren't including him with names like Trey Young, like Ja Morant. Right? I don't really? know if he mentioned really? Ja. He mentioned Trey, and he might have mentioned like Luca, like right. with good good players. Really? Um, so his confidence is huge. So he knows he's he's a good player. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he's not with those guys. Yeah. Because on his team is he the he's probably the, the third butler. the third option you know right um, but he can play and he's confident yeah he he was a fluid shooter and uh, I don't think that he had much of a hesitation on his shot none so uh, when you when you're confident with your shot um, it's hard to guard because you know you've got to get an arm up in front of him every time he's behind the arc and then it's eventually. 
he's going to put it on the floor and drive to the basket, and he's going to get by you. But, uh, no, the Miami, they're a good team. I see them going deep in the playoffs this year. Uh, no doubt they're going to be, um, I would say, in the lower half of the East seeds. Yeah, four or better. Donovan had 37. Beast. The high score of his of the season so far. Probably the most disappointed I've been in Rudy. I feel like he's been extremely consistent. He's been the best player on the floor most games this year. And I think he really struggled playing against Bam. Okay, okay. Uh, really quick, I'm going to go back to Donovan Mitchell, 37 points. I think you're going to see there's a reoccurring trend there where when Donovan has a very high-scoring game, we lose. Well, it's like what we were talking about last year was when his – or last week, when his usage is up – we shoot worse and we exactly. struggle and we have less assists and all right. that. Interesting. Right. If he has to score more than 30 points, that we're in trouble. Okay, so why is that? Is it because other guys aren't stepping up so we'd have nobody else yeah. to, to take any of the load? So yeah. he is like, I, I got to do it. Yeah. Or is it because we struggle when he is that dominant? No, no I think all dominant. I think that it's when the, our outside shot is not shooting so we're driving in the paint or we're trying – but sometimes I feel like our offense just cannot penetrate. They're just passing around. They're driving in, coming back out, looking for that screen up top, and just not able to get in the paint. But Donovan's like, nah, I'm getting in the paint. Like, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to dribble it in or either lose it because there's so much traffic down there, but that's where I'm headed. And I'm going to put some points on the board, the ball on the glass. That's how he does it. And that's when I think we're in trouble is when Donovan feels like he has to have that responsibility to carry the whole team. Um. No, that's I'm thinking of the next game. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, but overall, it, it was a good performance. Like we we played. Yeah, you can't. We be- played okay. We came back in the fourth quarter. We were down double digits. Came back in the fourth quarter, um, and they had guys that just were hitting shots. They had good. They just made that many more plays than we did. Right. That it, a three point game. I, I was texting my sister during that game or at the end of it, and I was like, ah, tough loss, but wasn't that fun? Like yeah. I wasn't disappointed at all in the game. I thought it was entertaining and great effort on both sides. Next game was Ooh. probably a different story, at least in my mind. Right, back to back. Yeah, that's hard. Tell me everything. Tell, or- tell me how it makes you feel. <laughs> you know what I feel when I watch <laughs> the Jazz play Orlando. No, it was it was it was bad. We led the whole game, um, most of the game. I think we were up eight or ten going into the fourth. Yeah, I mean, you got 12 minutes and you're up by double points. I mean, and we got outscored by like 20 in the fourth quarter. That's just sad. Against Orlando Magic, who are not good. I'm going to look up their record right now. Uh, I think at that point they were 3-7. and seven. There no, you go. Yeah, I think so. So they were almost the inverted record of what we were at the same time of play. So super embarrassing. No, they, were, they had only won two games uh, the entire season. And we'd only lost two games the entire season. It just goes to show that like teams are good. Like even right. the bad teams can play. Look at the Cavs. They've been bad for how long? Since LeBron left, they've been terrible. They're right. seven and four. Wow. Right? Wow. They're they're good okay, man. you know? Um and even a bad team like the Magic ends up having a hot night. You know, Cole Anthony had thirty thirty two or thirty three. Right, yeah. Young guard. He's he, well. he was tough. We couldn't yeah. stop him. He played well. So what it, was the cause of that loss against Magic? Like, what was it that we were not doing? What execution was missing on the Jazz side for that to come out with a W? Um, I think B- Barkley has said it the last couple of years. It's 
Um, he said, you can't win a championship being a jump shooting team. We're just relying on threes. Okay. okay? Um, I think the exception was probably the Warriors, but they did so many other good things at the time. Right. But our threes were not going. And right. I worry that if that happens, it, it just makes us go downhill. We can't rely so much on that. Um, and a lot of that's probably going to be mental too when you keep seeing that shot come not go in uh, and you're thinking you got to reevaluate your entire entire style of game. That's a mental game that they have to yeah. kind of overcome. The nice thing is we have a lot of good shooters, and it's not very often that everybody shoots horribly. Right. I mean, listen to these. Bogey was one for five. Mitchell, two for 12. Jeez. Ingles, one for seven. That's not like Clarkson, him. two for 11. That's like him. <laughs> and Pascal, 0 for four. So it's like everybody shot poor. Wow. You know, so that Pascal, when he shoots a three-pointer, Dude, bro, jumps like 30 inches in the air. Like, he catches that ball. First thing he thinks is, I got to get my head at the height of the rim and then shoot. For a big dude, he jumps, man, especially on that outside shot. That's in- it's impressive. I wish he would have made one of those. But, uh, but- he, did, he did against the Hawks. He put a couple in. There you go. So, but, so our record on the three-pointers in that game, we made, am, am I correct in this stat? Go ahead. Eight, Eight. of 42. I'm not going to count up the misses, All right, so, but I'm going to take your word for it. So what are your thoughts on that? Okay. <laughs> Tyson's making me tell. He, he came up with this idea the other day, and um, we wanted to run it by you guys before we actually did it. But Tyson wants to go and get into a gym and shoot 42 threes. That's right. To see where he stands with the Jazz. Hey, you have to do it as well. We both are going to do this and see if we okay. can shoot better. 42 each, or and do we shoot 42 no, as a team? No, 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 no. We each shoot 42, so okay. So it's a collective a- a- accurate average. Is there a like a what-if thing here? Like, if you shoot better than the Jazz did, something happens? Or worse, something happens? That's a good question. Or is it just like pure ego? It's more just ego. Okay. Just to see that, that we expect more from a team who... And I get it. We're not going to be being guarded, but we're also two feet shorter and suck at basketball. Right. Uh, for me, anyway. Right. So I think that it's fair. It's fair playing field. Yeah. And I just think that lets them know, us know, and you guys know that eight out of forty-two is just not good enough. How many do you think you're? How many are you going to make out of forty-two? Like, what's your percentage? You, should we try to guess? Yeah, I'll guess yours. You guess mine. You guess mine first. I'll guess yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to guess. I feel like this is like when your wife asks you a question and you're like, this is a lose lose. I'm going to lose either way. This is not a good make me look fat. And you say no. And it's like, you're saying I look fat without these pants. Right. You can't win. And I can't win right now. No, you can. So I'm going to go 13. Bloody hell. That was good. I was was hoping you'd say nine. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll beat the eight. But I also said nine. I also haven't watched you play in. Okay. And maybe ever. So I'm going to say you're going to make um, – how's your Achilles? It's it's attached. It's have, there. Have you been shooting? No. Okay. That that in mind, I'm going to say you're going to make 18. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. So Jackson had a rough injury a year ago. Like his, he tore his Achilles. I don't know what the correct terminology is. but That uh, sounds fine. Uh, moving on. Yeah. So are you happy with 18? Oh, you didn't tell me. I'll take 18. Okay. It's better than 8. Okay. And it's better than 13, which uh, you're going to get, so I'm okay with that. All right. All right. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, actually, each of you go try this on your own. Yes. Go sit, go sit, and let us know what you made out of 42. 
uh, comment or tag or post us and let us know how many you made. That would be cool. If you can document it and get it to us that you did this, we'll send you a Jazz Beats hat. Yep. Time lapse it and send it. That'd yep. be cool. We'll send you a Jazz Beats hat. We'll, we'll pick somebody to send something to. So Absolutely. go do it. Hit us up. Uh, another quick interesting fact before we get to the poll. Um, sources are telling me that this is the lowest percentages, despite the fact that Steph Curry just had 50 points, most of them coming from a three-pointer. Um, highest field goal percentages in the NBA, it's at, it's at its lowest in 17 years from the three-point line. So in a century, the... Field sh- the shooting from the field is at its lowest percentage wise. That's crazy. And there's some uh, conspiracy about why. Yes, that's what I'm hoping for. Tell me about it. This year, if you didn't know, the NBA made a change. They switched the ball from a Spalding I, yeah. to a Wilson. There's a couple of people that and are. And they're up in arms saying this is why the shooting has gone down. And this is not on our agenda, but uh, do you have any thoughts? I think it's legitimate. Really, I've, I haven't felt this. I haven't felt either ball, but it is a difference. Like right. I look at our our high school kids that are practicing, and it's like they go and pick the ball that they want when they're doing a shooting drill, right? Because it's I don't know if it's a mental thing or an actual thing, but it's different. Really, yeah. Why do you think in football the offense picks the ball? They use the offense's ball, no matter who's on offense. They get their own ball to yeah. use. I did. I didn't know that. I didn't so, know. Okay. It's a thing. All right, so now I, does that contribute to the worst shooting in the last 17 years? I don't know. That's Pro- what the conspiracy people I guess. Said. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Cool. I might have to Fun do fact. 10 10 foul shots with the Wilson and 10 <laughs> foul shots with the Spalding and see which one I do okay. better at. Okay. But uh, interesting. So there you go. There's your interesting fact, fact for the day. Um let's take a break. Okay, we're coming at you. Hang on in there and we will talk to you. <laughs> we'll soon. be right back. <laughs> Hey guys, if any of you have ever considered doing your own podcast, um, you always need somewhere to start. And where Jackson and I started was with the Anchor app. It's literally the best and easiest podcast creating platform that we could find. We went through a pretty extensive like trial period with all these other ones. And, and we, we absolutely did find Anchor to be the easiest. And it did the most work for you, I feel like. Um, it distributes all your podcasts for you to all the platforms you can think of, Spotify, Apple, Google, any of the podcast platforms. It does all that work for you. They don't really ask for any money down, and you can get it yourself on whatever device you use or PC that, or platform that you're using. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app, or if you're on a PC, go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, welcome back, guys. Hey, thanks again. You know, we played Atlanta Hawks. We were supposed to cover this game, and we forgot. I actually got to go take my wife and kids there. Uh, great, great. It was fun. A little bit quiet in the crowd at the beginning, but we got into it at the end. There was a moment where Donovan and Royce, I got to say, Royce O'Neal is just becoming a bamf. Like, he is an all-around great player. And the left-handed layups he's making recently is like, it's going to be a thing. That's going to be a shirt one day. Roy's just staring just at, looking his, at his own hand. Looking at his left hand. <laughs> but anyway, it was a good time. Uh, it was bucketing rain while we were trying to get our COVID uh, analysis, analysis done. out front. So, you know, as you come into the Vivint Arena, you walk past the John Stockton, Tracy Nielsen, Carmelo Malone statues out there. Then you get your check and you could go in. I was 
soaked to the core by the time I finally got into the arena. But uh, they had the fire going when they announced the players, and that helped warm it just me warmed up. you right up. And then uh, the Jazz took care of the rest. It was a great night. I wish we could play Atlanta more. We seem <laughs> yeah. to play well against Atlanta. Yeah. So I really expected Trey to have an awesome night, but I knew he was pooped from playing the Warriors back-to-back, and so uh, I didn't expect too much from him. But great night. I think we handled them well. Trey has struggled both times we've played them. He doesn't, he doesn't have the swag on the court when he's against us for some reason. You know, he used to. I feel like last year he was really adamant to play well to despite the fans of the opposing team, but this year I haven't seen that. He is he's a player, and we're going to get to this a little later on, but the rule changes with the officiating, um, statistics show it has affected him. His free throws really? are down. And as well as some other things, so we'll we'll get to that in a minute. I'm, I'm excited but, for you to get to that. But the Hawks was a was a great win. Um, back in Utah is always fun. You were there, crowd was there. Um, but yeah, we it was just like a well rounded game. It was never out of hand. We always seemed to be in control. Right, right. Um, a little bit disappointed in uh, Joe Ingles. I need a little bit more activity from him. He didn't shoot the ball till the third quarter. I uh, had. A, Two missed shots and one made layup, I think, from record. Just a little bit more aggressiveness from him in case we're having other players that are that are not having the game that they expect. Finally, a little bit of three-point action from Buckets Clarkson. So that was nice to see. As well. I love it. Mitchell was tough. Dude. He took over. He did. He did his thing. Third quarter comes around, fourth quarter, and he's he, he just gets to wherever he wants. And I don't know. Is that something he could do all game? Like, why is it he's such a second-half player? I don't know. I th- That's a good question. When we get him on the podcast, we're going to have to ask him that. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I would love to hear his answer. Like, if it's a mindset difference and after halftime, he's like, hey, kick it into gear. Right. Another level. It, it really could come down to that at-, at an early age when he had a coach of some kind that was like, okay, second half, dig deep. This is where games are won and lost, second half, and that's just been his mindset ever since. Who knows? I mean, it could be anything. Well, it's like this. It's the same transition from the regular season to the playoffs. It's like, okay, we got to step it up to the next level. This is what counts now. Right. right. Same thing going from first half to second half maybe Regular season records out. That doesn't matter anymore. Only the playoff bracket matters. Yeah. Uh, um, I've heard a a bunch of coaches say to me or or to to people at – Halftime scores zero zero. First half means nothing if you don't play the second uh, half. Interesting, you know. Yeah. So, uh, either I way, I like it. Whatever he does and why he does it is a good thing. For sure. Um, Mitchell had twenty seven, shot the ball well, went five for eleven from three, which is awesome. Gobert statistically was not much better than Miami, but I thought he was. A, he's a game changer out there. He so he changed too. so many things on the defensive end and on the offensive end. You see that breakaway, <laughs> the, the the steal, <laughs> almost finished. Uh, his euro step was yeah. I think I think I know why they call it a euro step. It's because you're going from country to country. You're stepping out <laughs> so far. He like from France to whatever bloody countries next to that is what he was stepping on. The whole bench was mocking him hard out the way he did that euro. No, step. they were cheering him. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad, bad. I read that wrong. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see Clarkson cheering last uh, night? Uh-uh. Go look it up. I'll it's it's a hoot. Him. He was on the bench cheering, and he was just—he's a goofy dude. He is. And it was awesome. Speaking of uh, past player actions, Joker had a bit of an incident. The other oh, night. that was fun. Uh, what? You, I mean, I I don't I don't like it. I don't like Joker. Which side oh, of it? The guy that fouled him. What's his name? Morris. Morris. 
I think that uh, Morris was really just trying to make an obvious foul, and Joker just got caught in the air, and so it seemed a little bit too much. But the way Joker responded, I'm not on board with that. I think that because I thought the same thing originally. I think Morris. I don't think it was intentional to. I think, like you said, it was a bad place. But from the other angle, it does look worse on Morris's end. Really. Anyways, I don't know what Joker was doing. If you didn't see it, he was bringing the ball up, hit half court, and I think he could see contact coming. And he's like, "I'm just going to shoot it from here," because right. he knows he's going to get fouled or something. Morris hit him pretty good from the heat, which is fair. Um, hits him, turns around, starts walking back, and Joker just chugs him in the back. Blindside, whiplash, go to the floor. That's dirty. He's uh, where's he from? Denver. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Europe, and they don't take no crap. Ah, uh, I mean, like when you're seven foot tall, I mean, you can't just be pushing people around in the back, man. I mean, okay, but from an outsider, you're not a part of either team. It's like, man, I want to see more of this. Okay, that's you know, because everyone says the league is so soft now compared to the '80s and the '90s, and it's like, this is what it's lacking. It's lacking people getting pissed off at other people and and hating each other, and I don't know. So post NBA career. Hashtag Darren Williams. I want to see Joker and Rudy Gobert in a boxing match. <laughs> I will host it at my house. I don't care what it takes. That matchup would sell out. Two massive, lurpy, uncoordinated dudes. Of course, Joe Ingles would win because the only way Joker could is if he pushed him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dirtbag. Barkley and Shaq. Yeah. They were all for it. They're on Joker's side? They loved it. They said, you don't, you don't push a big man and then walk away. said, you don't turn your back on somebody after you hit him. said, you, you hit me. I'm coming at you, whether it's from the front or from the back. You, That's your choice. You, you come at me, you I'm coming back. Turned around. You know, okay. so well, I'll remember They that. were funny. And I think they are obviously the ones playing in the 90s and, right. and the ones, the catalyst of oh, today's league is soft. Right. Can't get away with anything. Da, 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 da. So they love it. Which kind of segues into our polls, right? Our, our kind of last week. We need to cover last week and then get into this. Okay, week, go ahead. Right? So last week's our question was, will the introduction of Rudy Gay into the Utah Jazz lineup cause a hindrance or a speed bump of some kind? And Jazz fans and listeners were split, split. right down the middle 50-50. Where do you stand? Uh, I say yes. You think it will be a, a speed bump? I do, yeah. I think this just goes to show that people don't know. Like it's right. it's it's could go either way. We're right on the fence. It could be a three or four game adjustment. It could be right, we right. he just comes in and he's another guy, another level. Yeah. Um that's acceptable for jazz fans, but not for weathermen. Fifty percent chance of rain. <laughs> but how often do you see that? I'm just saying it shouldn't even be allowed. It should either be forty nine or fifty one. To say fifties up you went to school, I'm watching you on TV, that's a cop out fifty. But I feel like when they say fifty percent that means like 90. That means it's raining right now. I mean, when I hear it, I'm like, it's going to rain. Right. But that's a cop out. No, I, I, anyway. Anyway, so 50% split down the... I guess time will tell how Jazz fans, does. make up your mind. 50-50 is not yeah. good enough. Yeah. They did make an announcement that he's going to be reassessed November 15th. And they'll be making another decision from there. So that's uh, only... Five less, days. Less than a week away. So we're going to get a more detailed... Maybe arrival time of Rudy Gay on the Jazz lineup, which will be exciting to hear. Yes. Um, there are new rules in the league. Well, I don't know if it's rules, but more focus from the officials on certain things. Okay. 
Tell us what they are. Um, officials as of this year are being more aware of the verbiage they use is abnormal non-basketball moves. Okay. Okay. And they're being more conscious of, of players seeking out fouls by making actions that aren't a basketball play. Right. Aren't, aren't natural basketball movement. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> James Harden is the example right. of that. Okay. Um, All day long. All day long. Yeah. And I think there's a handful of players that are frustrated. Trey Young was one that was brought to my attention. Right. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Um, that they can't get away with, with some of these things that they've relied upon before. Um, Harden's been frustrated. I know that. Damian Lillard came on and said, came on like he was on our show. Um, <laughs> he said he was frustrated with it. And he said the way the officiating is unacceptable. So our poll is do you agree with these new officiating focuses? Right, right. Are you, are you comfortable to say what your opinion is right now? Yeah, do you want me to? Yeah, I do. I love everything about it. Okay. I think it's, it's I don't know, it, it just takes more skill and less deceit to right. to accomplish something, you know? And I don't know, it's funner to watch. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're onto something when you say that the more skill. I think if if the game is forcing players to dial in their gra- their um their skill their craft is what i mean to say so that they're a better player rather than find a way to manipulate the system right. i mean if if your focus is to find a way to manipulate the system rather than just find the way to play better i think that it's pushing you in the right direction right it's like those kids in high school that work so hard to find a way to cheat right you know just same effort, and you'll get an A. <laughs> yeah. And you'll feel better about it. Unless, so is it the player's fault or the rule's fault uh, that has that loophole or has that way around something, well, you know? Well, maybe the league's taking responsibility for yeah. it, and that's why they're like, hey, we're we're allowing this. Like, we're the ones that set the rule up so that these guys can make these funny shots, lean into the defensive player when it's a totally unnatural movement, and it's slowing down the game, causing more shots, and certain players have an advantage that they shouldn't. Let's put a stop to it. So I, I hope that that's the conversation that led to it. Um, we want to hear from you, Jazz fans. Jazz, jazz fans have some homework this week. They yeah. got to get in a the gym. They got to get their shots up yeah. if they want a hat. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much motivational speakers <laughs> at this point. And then jump on Spotify. Get, on, get with it with our polls. Find our, find our show. Find the most recent episode. It's free. Right, super right. easy. Listen to it on Spotify. Hey, hey, you don't even have to listen to it there. But just jump onto the page and, and contribute in the polls. Yeah. Makes it fun. Yeah. We need to hear. Uh, we've got a great week ahead of us, right? We've got three more games before you hear from us, which we'll be back on November 17th. Home, home, home. Home, home, home. Home, sweet home. And we get the heat coming our place. Hopefully a little bit of okay. fire on okay. our belts. All right. This is, this is the opportunity for you. To, there you go. You got 3-0 and or 0-3. Oh I, I mean, what, what are you thinking? You got to call the next three games. I I have not said we're going to lose a game yet, so I yeah. think I got to keep going with that. Three and zero. Eighty four games this year. We're going to win them all. <laughs> three and zero. We're going to win them all. We're at home. Okay. Uh, uh, great reunion when um, Philadelphia 76ers come back. Minivan, George Niang. Minivan will be back in town. Did you hear mm-hmm. his quote? No. Uh, not from him. What's the big play? Uh, uh, the, the center on the 76ers. Embiid. Yeah, he's like. And, and I'm paraphrasing. I didn't. I didn't think that 
Joey or George Nang was that good of a player, but on our team, he does pretty good. <laughs> Something like that. Is that a compliment? <laughs> I don't think so. I just think that's complete bias, man. But uh, I, I think that we should be able to win the next three games. So let's let's get into Indiana Pacers, Miami Heat, and Philadelphia 76ers. Pretty exciting schedule coming up. A lot of good things going on in Jazz Nation. I know we lost two, but we're still 8-3. Second best record in the league right now. Right. we got good places to be. Golden State, we got a target on your back. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, make sure to reach out to us. Hit us up on social media if you have any questions or are interested in hearing from us. Um, and if not, we'll hear back from you, or you'll hear from us, rather, on the 17th. Let's go.